0: What's up, everybody? This is Monica and
1: Angel, and you are listening to the, the KG, KG Worship, Worship. Corner.
0: Welcome back. Welcome back. To another episode, season two With of KG Worship Corner. <laughs> <laughs> and we are ready. Yep, we're excited about another a great topic today. So we want to talk about how to get musicians to play prophetically. Oh my, <laughs> I'm excited about this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: on one end of it. Of not knowing how to get them to play prophetically, <laughs> and having had, had having had struggled to get musicians to play prophetically, and Monica is on a much more mature side of it in teaching musicians how to play prophetically. Can you share that, and I'll share mine.
0: Okay, so yeah. Um, well, I guess one of the differences between me and Angel is that um, I play for myself <laughs> 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 as a worship leader. Ooh. And um <laughs> and so I've not had to you know go through a whole lot of yeah. different musicians as far as uh playing you know as far as being a worship leader so um I have sing sang with other musicians playing, and usually from like a uh a different level than local church where we uh, lead worship um I remember having to kind of work on selecting uh a group of people to play for me. And I struggled um, in the beginning because one, I took the position of not playing at all Mm. and just singing. And so adjusting to uh, singing and leading worship with somebody that you've never um, played with before, it's a task. Oh my. It's very difficult. And so I think that um, one of the things I learned uh, from that encounter though is, um, as far as having people that are not a part of the same house as you, one of the keys is if you can get them to be submissive Mm -hmm. and trust in the spirit of God in you, then they will flow prophetically. That is one of the most like simple, uh, forms or of teaching that I can think of. And it's just those conversations about like where they are with their relationship with Christ and what worship means to them. And so I kind of, begin to just talk to them on a personal spiritual level just about their lives and like express to them my heart uh for worship and you know just talk to them about like what a worship service looks like with me versus maybe their church Mm -hmm. you know and how openness was very key (laughs) you know and so openness yeah Yeah. don't get stuck to the (laughs) set right don't get stuck to the set So it was it was uh, scary for them. Mm -hmm. And I've had this I've had that same conversation anytime I use uh, somebody or add somebody to to that group, because right now I kind of stick with the same one. But um, anytime I add somebody, it was one guy particularly, uh, he played with us. And for the first night, and I didn't really talk to him much <laughs> at all um because some of the other guys were already there, and so I got up to sing and they started playing a song on the set list, but a different set of words started coming out of my mouth <laughs> <laughs> lyrically and like, afterwards, we talked, and he was like, I was so freaked out. I didn't know what you were doing, what you were singing. I was like, what is happening? Do I even know this song? And I was just Not like... What we practiced. <laughs> I was just like, it's okay. Just, you know, just flow. Right. Just follow. Just go with it, right. and, and it'll be good. And, you know, and so he talks about how he had never experienced anything like that before out of all the years that he had been playing, yeah. but how it intrigued him, and... We had only paid him for one night of service, but he ended up coming back like the rest of the week because he was intrigued uh, by that type of move and wanted to be a part of it and wanted to like become open and learn a lot more. So I think going with like a simple form, I would say to get a musician to play prophetically, um, just get them to trust the God in you, the spirit of God in you. Yes. And to be willing to be open and freely follow that. Yes
1: even this morning we uh, these are re- the z- musicians these are our singers yeah. and you would think they know us by now <laughs> but even this morning two of them out of the five were like what are we singing again what's first I said relax relax and they constantly asking me but well, what's the first song I just want to be ready I said relax relax you should know by now we never know exactly right. what's going to be first Yeah, and still the Lord did something completely, completely different amazing. than we planned and I, and I I, and hearing you say that makes perfect sense them being able to trust you they're mm. able to just float it was no resistance because they're like okay i trust that she knows where she's going she's following yeah. the lord you know so it wasn't a big deal for her.
0: yeah you see so you got two but uh before you got here uh another one of the singers was questioning me about the set list and was like <laughs> why are we why is song on the set list didn't we do that before and i was just smiling and i was like I was like, maybe we did, maybe we did it last Sunday. What does that matter? You know, if like this, is what God wants to sing again for like five Sundays in a row, then that's just what we're gonna do, Absolutely. right? And so you get those challenges, mm-hmm. and 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 I think in order to be able uh, to to move prophetically, you can't have any resistance. You can't no have resistance. those those challenging uh, questions in your logical. Thinking pattern that causes you to be like a buffer against whatever God wants to do, right. and you know, and so that's kind of how it was. She like looked at the set list and was like, "Well, didn't we sing this song last Sunday?" And I'm like. It doesn't matter right. if we did. Like if God is saying this, then we go with that and we don't question it. You know. And you know
1: that's true. Brokenness. I was just looking at that scripture last night: a broken heart and a contrite spirit. I will not despise. Mm-hmm. You know. And it's beautiful to read, but it's, it's often uncomfortable to completely be broken. Yeah. And to say I will not resist. I will yeah. not resent what you tell me to do. Yeah. You know, because the musician or the singer and you, the person who loves music, likes to change and the variety and the diversity and almost the concert. Mind Mindset, but when it comes to worship, if I if he wants you to sing the same song every Sunday, just obey him because he knows <laughs> what's gonna happen. And, and in the midst of it, it's actually a new song each time, yep. even though it may. It may sound like the same song initially. It's a new thing each time. Yeah. You know, he's doing something new in the midst of it because he's living. His spirit, is, his spirit is living water, you know, so it's bringing something that's reviving the people. So it's not about what you desire.
0: Yeah, you I know? think that's a good point because you said it being a new thing. And to me, when I think of how to move prophetically in a song, it's like a lot of times, I mean, we don't have this unlimited song list where you know, every Sunday for, like, 52 weeks, I can sing a new set. You know, like, a a new song that I've never sang before. Yes, let me surprise y'all this (laughs) Sunday. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. So, you know, I mean, we could spend a lot of time making that possible, but a lot of times we sing, I mean, like, uh, just say, for example, like, Lord, You Are Good by Israel Houghton. I mean, that song is years old and we have sang it so much but mm-hmm. you can sing that song and like get intertwined with a new sound from heaven yeah. you know and, and just by being open to God in the way to let him refresh that to me i think that a new song is not always about like let me sing a new song that has like this new title new artist new style Mm -hmm. for the church but a new song unto the lord being the the prophetic sound like what is heaven singing how is heaven singing and he does that within the tools that you have yeah and so whatever set list i may have Today, like God wants to infiltrate himself into, into that. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh coming here as the worship leader,
1: I you know like the first few months I was doing new songs every rehearsal. <laughs> and Monica was like, Uh, let's take a break from these new songs <laughs> I was like, doing she was new killing songs. Me. <laughs> I was doing new songs every rehearsal for like two months. She's like, rehearsal. all right, let's take a break. But you know what I had to learn? It's not even about presenting a new song. <laughs> it's not even about coming before the people with a brand new worship song or something that moved you or something that you experienced. It's about hearing what the Lord wants yeah. in that moment. Because he can take them same five songs that you think are just, I'm tired of singing this and revive <laughs> right. the atmosphere. you know revive people through it like you're saying prophetically he want to do something through those songs you know it's not about a brand new song list so yeah just yeah,
0: open. I think like like David, you know, like the scripture talks about how he played skillfully, mm-hmm. you know, on the harp, and Saul called him before him to play, you know, when he was being tormented by the enemy. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is the essence of being able to play prophetically, mm-hmm. right? Is to uh in a in a current situation that is old, that is recurring, that is uh maybe torturing, yeah. you know, the enemy is constantly pressing. Mm-hmm the atmosphere isn't like conducive for the spirit of god yeah. you know the, you know saul's atmosphere was tormenting mm. like he wasn't free there was no freedom there yeah. and so david came in the mist and played prophetically which to me means he prophesied to that atmosphere and caused a shift yeah. and so he couldn't do that by you know trying to come up with a set list before he <laughs> got <and> there <laughs> yeah like let me what what, me what, do, I best? Right right. what do i play right right what i play best you know and so he had to be open to let his fingers be yeah. you know overtaken by heaven Absolutely. and to hear the sound of heaven to release the sound of heaven and that's what it means to let the kingdom of god come in the earth as it is in heaven yeah. and so the sounds that we release a song that we sing has to be the kingdom of heaven coming into the earth yeah. because we uh, go before god and we hear that sound mm. we hear that song that's what it means let your will be done in the earth as it is in heaven and right. when we worship as it is in heaven it means that that we have a responsibility to hear from God, yeah. to hear his sound, to hear his song and bring that back in the earth. And yes. that says to me, everything except the set list. <laughs> <laughs> that says to yes. me, everything except, you know, like yes. you got to stick to this song because how often does God interrupt things yes. all the time? Yes. And thank
1: God he does. Yeah. yeah. Bringing heaven to earth. I think that that's absolutely makes the difference for prophetic. Yeah. Worship. Heaven touching our little set list yeah. or whatever we have planned, heaven touching our natural plans and saying, Okay, you're yeah. yielded to me. I see that's no longer about what you guys have said, so here I come. Yes. We've allowed heaven to step in, you know. And yes, it's a song we did last Sunday and the Sunday before that. <laughs> but wow, God just stepped in the midst of it. Yeah. It was no longer about us, you know. Yeah. And that's when you know it's a significant difference between just doing your planned thing in a prophetic flow. So. Yeah.
0: I mean for that's good stuff. I think just talking about like letting heaven touch your natural, you know, and and all of it becomes supernatural. And I think whether you are you know, a musician that's leading worship in church or whether you're a worshiper out in the audience, you know, singing to God. I I believe that us moving prophetically with the Lord is what we're all called to do yes. when it comes to worship. It's not about even you, you know, having, yes. knowing the song. You know, a right. lot of people get hung up on, well, I don't know this song, so I can't they sing. They back out. <laughs> yeah, that's and so, they, yeah. they back out of worship, but it's not about that. It's about surrendering to heaven in that moment and understanding what he desires you to do because... I mean, all sorts of amazing things can take place yes. when you allow heaven to come down, yes. you know, new song, old song, Ooh. whatever it is, your favorite song, the <laughs> song you hate the most, <laughs> the song you're sick of hearing. Yes. Like, what is it about? Is it really about you? Right. No. <laughs> you know, we, we say that behind a microphone. We'll say, you know, it's not about me. You know, it's about the but Lord. Part but part
1: you want it to be about you
0: a part of us (laughs) every part of us do
1: you period you want it to be about you totally want it to be about you
0: absolutely yes i want them to sing my favorite song (laughs) today i like the emotional experience yeah like
1: memory yeah so bring me back to this moment in worship as opposed to experiencing new moments in god and like you were just saying even when you were saying it i was just thinking about being in the audience and experiences songs you never heard. If you truly engage in heaven, you might hear different instruments. You might hear different voices. Oh, yeah. You will have totally different encounters and experiences. It might be the same song, yeah. but each time a new experience for you, you know, individually. So just seeing it prophetically and hearing it prophetically yeah. is
0: everything. That's the most intriguing worship, I believe. I mean, worship gets so interesting (laughs) it's drawing it's compelling yeah like when you really just let the Lord have His way, yeah. you let the Lord do whatever He wants yeah. to do. I mean, you become free. I mean, like today, just even seeing mm-hmm. people dance prophetically, mm. you know, by the Spirit of God, it's yeah. like no restriction, no limitation. Right. And everybody is just free. I mean, I know y'all are tired of those like sucky <laughs> worship services, <laughs> yeah. sucky times in church. You know like, what's about to happen. Right. You know everything's about to happen. Like this song, you know, you clap your hands. And da, da, da. <laughs> two, two songs,
1: up up tempo, slow tempo, slow. <laughs> yeah. You know what's gonna happen.
0: Yeah, but when you let things change, my, my, my favorite thing is when you run out, is you know, and it's it's kind of similar to prayer, right? I, I tell this to you know, just some people that I'm helping to learn how to pray by the spirit because one, you know, after you spend your five, ten, fifteen minutes saying one hundred words per minute <laughs> in prayer and you finally feel like you ran out and I don't have anything to say. That is a moment where God is able to come in like finally thank you for running out of the finally. word so that the Holy Spirit can finally work. But A lot of us limit ourselves to just that position, to just like going with what we know because we feel comfortable, we feel confident with just what we know is safe, Mm -hmm. just what we know. And so, but when I come outside of those boundaries Mm -hmm. where I'm out of words, I'm out of songs, Mm -hmm. I remember the first time, like when I was, you know, growing as a worship leader and they took worship they started to move the time of worship from like five minutes to 10 minutes i mean because increasing we were young it. and so like worship was fun. but they didn't give me any notice that they were increasing <laughs> worship time they just it. like so i finished my song mm-hmm. and then they just looked at me like the the people the preachers that was like leading the service just looked at me and was like keep, keep going, going. And I was absolutely out of a set list, Stress, you know. you all the way out. Stress. Like, I'm limited in the songs I know how to play. What do you mean? <laughs> and you so when you great? talk about, like, getting trained to play prophetically, like, I've been intensely trained <laughs> <laughs> in moving prophetically. Okay. In so the most, like, I mean, stressful situations <laughs> in my life. And, and it's been, like, you know, just, and, and you know every musician, like, greatest fear is not knowing what to do mm. you know like in, in a moment. in a moment in the middle of everybody because mm. that's what all the singers and musicians are thinking about yes. like these people are like looking, looking at, at us. me right? expecting something from you and that's not what it's about at mm. all it's not what it's about and you learn that when you get under some type of intense training like I've been <laughs> where they go you're gonna worship you're gonna do worship for 10 more minutes and I'm like I can't sing that long <laughs> I'm it's exactly what up. I'm thinking. I'm out of right. songs. Like I don't have anything else. And then and then, you know, they're like leading worship and or you know, my, the pastor is like he's he he comes in and he's singing or he's just doing exaltation and they're like telling you to keep playing and sing to the Lord. And I'm like, sing what? Like I don't
1: <laughs> I sing all my hallelujahs <laughs> and all my glories. <laughs> <laughs> what else?
0: But it's it's the best It's the best thing when you can enter into it because it's like the true place of freedom. You discover your heavenly self. You discover who you really are Mm -hmm. as it is in heaven.
1: You made me think when you were talking about the prayer training and worship, some book I was reading, I don't know if it was a long time ago, maybe Wigglesworth or somebody. And he was saying that a lot of saints get to that point in prayer where it's like the end of themselves and they start to feel the Holy Ghost and they stop.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, and they're like, ooh. I Got it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> As opposed to realizing you just really pressed <laughs> into where you should be, yeah. You know, I think a lot of people get that little feeling and they're like, Wow, I felt God, and they feel like that's enough, and they don't realize it's a whole nother world you yeah. just stepped into. Yeah, don't back out,
0: yeah. push forward, you yeah. know. And
1: so, that's our nature,
0: mean. we want to be in control. Mm. The prophetic is the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. If you, and, and I think if you had to. Like, try to comprehend in any way what does it mean to play prophetically? What does it mean to sing prophetically to not be in control? Yeah. It's the moment that you lose control of your next move, of your next word, your next sound, is the moment you enter into a place where the Spirit of God is moving you ahead to where he wants to take the service. And a lot of times he sings that, he releases that sound ahead of his direct move in the lives of the people around. And that's to me what it looks like for us to surrender ourselves to God in such a way where he's able to prophesy to the house And dictate and tell what that move is going to look like. Yeah. So we just want to encourage every singer, every musician, every worshiper in the audience. Period. Just in general, yield yourself to God in such a way where you're no longer in control. Amen. Thank you for listening to the KG Worship Corner.
1: If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. See (laughs) you (laughs) next time.